With a thousand things on our to-do lists, a lot of us are doing life without any pause, literally forgetting to care for ourselves, feeling overwhelmed and frustrated with the constant buzz of anxiety in our head. I strive to help you, the everyday woman, to stop and to embrace the power of effective self-care in order to reduce overwhelm and anxiety and find nourishment and balance in your everyday life. I'm Sarah Miller, and I'm here to help you stop flying through life and start being the happiest and healthiest version of you, all by caring for yourself like someone worth caring for. Join me for conversations about self-care, wellness, mindfulness, and so much more that will help you find your own self-care lifestyle. I'm Sarah, and you're listening to the Self-Care Lifestyle Podcast. Hello, hello, sweet friends. So this episode is super tardy, and I apologize. I, if you've been following along over on Instagram, I've honestly just been having a super, super hectic um, work week. Last week was a very hectic work week, very unexpectedly. It was kind of one of those things where it all came on very suddenly, and I just was kind of overwhelmed and was already behind on podcast editing because life, Easter, uh, all the things, shit, just shit happens, right? Um, But I still wanted to release this episode, so basically you're just getting two this week, and I know there's a few weeks like that coming up, Um, but yeah, hopefully you enjoy it, and I am so glad to be here with you. So today we are talking about self-care on bad mental health days. This is something that I love, love, love to talk about because it is so foundational. Um, and if you're here, I because you were looking for that, because you're having a bad mental health day, I am so sorry. I know it is so frustrating and so tough, but I really hope that this helps you. So the reason that I think knowing how to practice self-care on bad mental health days is so critical is that a lot of times the trigger for improving your self-care comes from those bad days, comes from being in a place where you're very anxious, you're very overwhelmed, you're very frustrated and over it with life. Um... And being able to start caring for yourself in that place is a great skill set to start with because you have to start somewhere and that's where you're starting most likely. Um, And it's a skill set that you're going to come back to when those bad days pop up as well as really you're going to reveal to yourself what self-care is super powerful for you. So enough about why it's so important. Now we're just going to like dive on into what my self-care looks like on a bad mental health day and my recommendations for you. When I wake up on a bad mental health day, I am, let's, let's go back in time because honestly, it's been a while since I've had a like really bad day. I mean, I've had bad days here and there, but I've really learned to prevent those by meeting my needs ahead of time. Um, But let's say going back when I was really just 
at my lowest, struggling with anxiety, with depression, and just not sure how to like make the pieces work and stop, not stop feeling that way, but get it under control, get it where it wasn't running my life. Um, it was tough. There was days I woke up. I did not want to get out of bed. I did not want to do things. I couldn't think clearly. Um, it was infuriating. Um, I felt so much frustration and anger, but also this deep sadness. Um, so on those days, here's where we're going to start. Uh, first off, you're going to get your butt out of bed. Um, and I know that is so hard. It is so much easier said than done. But if you are still in bed, you've got to get your butt out of bed. Here's one of my favorite tricks for getting yourself out of bed when you just can't even think about trying to get out of bed. Like it's just so overwhelming. You're thinking about, I've got to get out of bed. I've got to do this, 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 all this, all this stuff, right? Start just with the act of getting your body out of bed. Count down from five, from three, whatever number, I don't care. Just count down and when you hit zero, get up. Don't think about it. Just let your body react to that like countdown. Um, that's my favorite trick uh, when you're just like trying to do something, you just need to do it and you're just like, Ugh. I keep putting it off or not putting it off, but I just keep getting stuck in that like thought process and you feel like you're literally like physically stuck. Um, so there's that. Next up, I liked to, and I still like to, um, I always have to like do my teeth, brush my teeth, put my contacts in very first thing that is critical for me. That might not be the same for you. Maybe that is something that's a little harder for you to do. So let's start simpler. Let's start slower. Um, you could do something like splash some water on your face. You could go to the bathroom. That That's another thing on the list. <laughs> um, doing that like just super basic stuff now the very the next thing on my list and this is like the most critical piece of the puzzle for me to like really get the ball rolling and start to pull my way over the the hump um i like to take a hot shower i try to pull clean clothes out prior if i'm up to it if not that's cool too um I will do a hot shower, like scrub my hair, the works, washing my hair and doing everything like head to toe. I mean, not, not shaving. Let's be honest. I'm not going to shave my legs when I'm having an off mental health day. It's just the energy's not there. It's probably not going to happen. That's a very high energy thing for me. Um, it may not be for you. It's up to you. For me, washing my hair and washing my body is a way that allows me to feel this like physical reset of literally just like rinsing it away the just blah the like anxiety the anxious thoughts the feelings of depression whatever feeling I'm struggling with taking a shower is like the top thing for me to just kind of give a literal like rinsing away of whatever's going on so from there, um, and if I'm up for it, I will listen to like an encouraging podcast, music, something like that. But don't push yourself to like go beyond the like basic stuff if you are not up for it. Once I get out of the shower, 
it's really important for me to put on like clean clothes that are comfortable but not sloppy and I hope that you know what I mean um I think that sometimes it's easy to like put on clean clothes that like make you feel like you literally just want to lay in bed um versus a cute little lounge set or some active wear or whatever something that's comfortable that doesn't feel um like you're gonna go lay in bed all day so something that you feel okay about your body in that kind of thing um that was always very important to me on those tough mental health days was having like favorite clothing items to wear um if at all possible <laughs> and i know that's not always possible if you're behind on laundry whatever that's just a step that I liked to take. Next thing, open your goddamn windows. Um, open the blinds, open the curtains, let the sunlight in. Um, I found that when I was in some of my like deepest depressive periods, I would like sit in the dark and wallow. And um, and I want to be clear that when I'm saying like, oh, I would wallow, blah, 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 I don't want it to come across as me belittling that experience because that is not it at all um i think for me it's a it's a coping skill to maybe make fun of myself a little bit but um it's also just about recognizing the need to push yourself that tiny little bit over the edge so that you're not feeling super stuck so let that sunlight in. Next, we're really just like going through meeting our basic needs right now. Um, you know, you're, you've taken care of some hygiene, you're dressed, you're letting in some sunlight to feel a little less stuffy and um, like you're just sitting in the dark. Um, so the next thing is like food and drink. So on my really like tough days, I have a really, really hard time feeding myself. That is something that is like last on the list. It is so difficult for me to make it happen. So on these bad mental health days, I like to start with coffee or tea or whatever I'm drinking at the time. At the time, It's about starting with something that you know you can get yourself to make. <laughs> something that's a very low barrier to entry. So maybe for you, having things that are like really easy little like microwave breakfast sandwiches or something like that um could also be a great option so from there i usually would take my take my coffee and start my work day um start whatever the rest of my day is going to look like if that's not a work day whatever um and after i've like finished my coffee and kind of given myself that little bit of a slow start where i've I've pushed myself over the hump a little by getting dressed, by showering and all that. And keep in mind, this is very much from the perspective of working from home. Um, and I can give a little more insight into what this could look like for you uh, when you're not working from home a little later in the episode. Um, that's also something we could definitely talk through together through one-on-one -on -one coaching, um, which is something new that I'm offering where we can work through self-care together. So stay tuned for more details on that towards the end of the episode if you're interested in learning how you can work with me. And now back. <laughs> now back to the um, 
my routine and like what I'm doing. So once I've kind of done my coffee, all that, given myself that slow start, I will typically do something like an easy snack and some water, like actually hydrate, not just do coffee. Start meeting those needs. Um, and that's kind of like it as far as the meeting basic needs. Um, and I think the key points to take away from this are that you are being very aware of meeting those very simple needs with those very simple acts of self-care, things that are not complex, things that are not necessarily like fun and um, sexy like self-care. It's just simple. It's um, caring for your physical body. It's caring for your basic needs as a person. From there, and it's also taking into account that pushing yourself a little bit while still showing yourself some grace and recognizing that today might, might not be the day for a full face of makeup or today might not be the day to shave your legs. Um, it's kind of recognizing that you don't have to go all or nothing. You can pick and choose, push a little bit, but give yourself grace. Um, for the rest of my day, when I'm having one of those bad mental health days, I like to be very, very mindful of integrating more self-care into that day um, and really making time for self-care that's very recharging for me. So sometimes that looks like things like calling in a friend, phoning a friend just to talk or to like get my butt out of the house and do something um to be able to like have a long conversation and express my struggles and talk through it there's a lot of different things that could go here it could be watching an old favorite movie that's just very comforting it could be reading or journaling um if meditation is your thing it could be meditation you guys know how i feel about it um <laughs> it could be so many things, but it's about bringing some more self-care into your day. I think a great example of this um, that just happened to me recently because I've been having such a hectic week and have been just like off because I've been so, so busy and so just slammed it, um, at work. I was very intentional about actually taking my freaking lunch break. Um, at least some of the days. I, I, I have to admit, I was not perfect. Um, but it's not about perfection. It's about doing something. It's about taking a step in the right direction. But taking your lunch is a great, great way to consider pausing and kind of recognizing, okay, I'm caring for myself in this 30 minutes or this hour or however long you have. Um, and I actually like to do a little yoga session and do some and eat and try to like step away from my computer for a little bit and definitely like mute your notifications. You're on your lunch for a reason. It's not to keep working. Um, so a little work-life balance thing in there for you. Um, so be gentle with yourself. Um, if you can take some time away from your phone, that's, that's a great thing too. Now, I know I promised a little bit of touching on some stuff for like, if you're going into the office, if you're going to school, for me, 
when I was having bad mental health days and I had to like go and be somewhere, my best tip was to be prepared in terms of like having your comfort items packed in your bag. So things like for me, I always like to have a cardigan or a jacket of some kind on hand so that I, if I'm cold, if I'm chilly, I can have that. Or it's almost similar to like the feeling of a weighted blanket of just feeling more secure by having something to like put on and bundle up with a little bit. Um, I like to bring headphones, my phone charger, um, a water bottle or, and or maybe a, and maybe a snack. Um, it's really just being aware of what items you might need um, that help you feel a little more secure. Also, of course, like your medications. If you take anxiety medications, especially like the like as needed ones, make sure to bring those. Um, and then let's dive back into the mindset piece a little more for if you're going into the office. I think it's important to remember that it is okay to have an off day and not get everything on your to-do list done. That is a very easy trap to fall into of like, I'm having a bad day and I can't even get my work done and blah, 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 blah. And you're just like down on yourself. Give yourself some grace because chances are by caring for yourself today, you'll have a little bit better of a day tomorrow. And you'll be able to do a little bit more and catch up a little bit. And then if you're in that prevention place, one of my favorite things when you know that you still have these bad mental health days pop up is to work ahead. Work ahead so that you're not feeling so panicked when you're like struggling to finish your stuff um or if you need to put it off for a day i really like to be like a week ahead um on as much as i can be um so for instance in my current full-time role i do a lot a lot of email marketing and i try to have all of my emails for the following week prepped by friday hopefully approved by friday and like scheduled um but at least pretty much ready to go so that when things happen um it's not as stressful so whether that's things like me having a really off day or things like me um other like work emergencies coming up um with school I used to try to do something similar I tried to work ahead as much as I possibly could I would often work in bulk I took, a lot, I took a lot of online classes my last couple semesters, um, which allowed me to do a lot of, I had a lot of like assignments and less attending lectures, which I preferred because I learned better by doing than sitting and just having somebody talk at me. Um, so I would sit down a couple times a week, like two to three times a week and do all my homework in one sitting. And the other days I was free to do blog and podcast stuff, do freelance work, um, all that kind of stuff. But that really helped me to utilize those higher energy days to focus in on that work and getting ahead a little bit, just so I wasn't so stressed out when those bad days popped up. So um, just to like round it out, the things that we really covered today, we talked through knowing how to push yourself just a little bit when you're having a bad day, 
giving yourself grace and being kind to yourself. And when, if you're not listening to this on a day that you're like already having a bad mental health day, preparation, being prepared when you know that this is something that you struggle with um, is something that's very, very helpful when these days pop up. Um, You know that, okay, you know you have your set of self-care that you do. You know you're slightly ahead on work so that you're not like stressed out, worried about not meeting deadlines because you're struggling to think today or struggling to just function. Um, That's kind of the key stuff. So I hope this was super helpful. Um, And thank you for your patience in me getting this (laughs) and and me uh get delaying this episode multiple times um but i'm so glad that i am sharing it with you and i hope that it brings you a lot of support um if you're having a bad day hey sweet friend before you go i want to share an opportunity with you i'm offering one-on-one self-care coaching via voxer a walkie-talkie style app where we can exchange voice messages or text messages whatever it needs to be self-care voxer coaching looks like having me in your pocket for unlimited encouragement advice and support monday through friday together we will work through how you can build effective and sustainable self-care into your life as well as navigate the overwhelm anxiety and frustrating mindset blocks that may be preventing you from practicing self-care right now ultimately i can help you build your own self-care lifestyle that will help you reduce the constant buzz in your brain and the exhaustion that comes with it and leave you feeling more nourished and balanced than ever if you're interested in learning more about this opportunity reach out to me via instagram at Sarah Strives, or email me at hello at theselfcarelifestyle.com. Thanks again for tuning into the Self-Care Lifestyle podcast. I will talk at you, or hopefully with you, again soon.